Welcome to the Gospel According to Podcast, the first and still only podcast looking at the intersection of Christian culture and pop culture and all culture and all life. the cultures. <laughs> Christian faith. I'm Dan Ulrich, and I'm joined as always by my co-host. You may know him as the guy singing. It's only half past twelve, but he don't care. It's five o'clock somewhere. That's Dave Hallahan. <laughs> Uh, what if this just became like my confessional about my alcoholism? Is that what... he's wasting away <laughs> in Margaritaville? <laughs> yes, uh, it is five o'clock somewhere, um, but not here. And this is an alcohol-free zone. This podcast, just while we're recording, what you do on your own time—that's up to you. But and God, He's watching. And God, God is watching. God is always watching. It's true. So, Dave, are you ready to seize the day? Uh, yes. Um, are you feeling fantastic? Sure. Are you sure? Oh my goodness! Uh, look at you with all your your puns. Well done. My, my Instagram beach puns. <laughs> I I gotta say though, fantastic doesn't sound great at all. How about how about fantastic? Fantastic. I'll go with fantastic. Fantastic feels like what happens after the beach and you got sand all in your swimsuit and stuff oh man i got this rash i was fantastic early <laughs> a little too fantastic in fact but are you uh ready to head down to the shore i am uh we go down the beach down the shore right. down the shore to the beach right down the shore to the beach yeah um you know in playground uh where somebody would like something if you and you would say if you love it so much, why don't you marry it? I'm familiar. That's what Dave Hallahan did. He married the beach, right? Oh, I got married on the beach. Oh. At, yes, not to the beach, however. No, I married, you, married a human woman, yes. Okay. But you loved the beach so much you wanted to invite it to your wedding. Yes, we did. Um, I got married at La Playa, in fact. Vamos, uh, vamos a La Playa. Caliente man. Sol. Um which means let's go to the beach hot sun or something like that. <laughs> uh, I, that was a song I learned in Spanish class. But anyway, uh, yeah, I got married at, in Florida at the beach. Uh, Leah and I, we do both love the beach. I think the biggest reason why we got married down there is because we wanted a small wedding, but she is an Italian woman. And so her dad's like, these are all the people you have to invite to your wedding. And we were like, well, maybe they'll say no if we get married far away. And so that's what we did. And it did work, actually. We, uh, Leah wanted like under 100 people to be there. I think we invited 120 and we had like 70 that came. So it all worked out. We're getting married on the moon. <laughs> Everyone's yes. invited. Yes, yeah, so just RSVP to Elon Musk and he will uh, he'll beam you up. Even if you can't make it, please send those gifts in, though. <laughs> yes, yes, of course, of course. So you said you're, you're a beach fan. This is the gospel according to the beach. It is. You love the beach. You're beach you. Yeah. I think I'm a shoebie. Um, you now live in, like, a beach town, right? Yeah. Or close. Yeah. Uh, this, this weekend coming up, Memorial Day weekend, it's when all the bennies and the shoebies start coming. Yeah. Start coming so... In. How would you like what defines a shoebie? Uh, well, do you first off, do you know the etymology of the term shoebie? 
I don't. I can, I have a guess. Do you want me to guess? Yeah, I am. I'm gonna assume it's people who don't live in beach towns and they come to the beach and they wear their shoes on the beach. That would be incorrect. Okay. So, so. the beach town we live again in New Jersey. So mm-hmm. there is the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, we Heard call of it. it. We call it the shore. There's beaches up and down uh, New Jersey, and there used to be uh, trains like. Right in our town, there is a, a train that has now been turned into a trail, uh, but there was a railroad that would come either from Philadelphia or there were some that would come from New York, New York City. And on these trains, it would be like a whole package that you would get a trip to the shore, but you would also get a boxed lunch. Oh, okay. And they were in a boxes that looked like shoe boxes, so people mm. would know who was from out of town because they would have shoe box lunches. Hence, they would be shoebies. Got it. I, I had never heard that story before. That's so, because you are one, Dave. <laughs> we all learn something new. You grew. So, when do you stop becoming a shoebie? Just as soon as you move to a shore town? Because um, you grew up in the same town as me. So, are you also a shoebie, or has that since moved uh, on? I would say if you live here year round. So, there's obviously lots of people that have right. shore houses that are down here in the shore in the summer um, or weekends. So I'd say once you live here a full calendar year, a full like winter season, then you're no longer a shoebie. Okay. And how far from like the ocean itself or the beach do you have to live like to not be a shoebie? Where, where, where I live, so kind of Route 9 is a little bit of a de- delineation. It runs parallel with the Garden State Parkway uh, north to south uh, along the shore. And if you live on the east of it, east side of it, I feel like that's kind of like shore area. Cool. At least where okay. we are. West of it, that's like Pine Barrens, Pine Lands, Piney uh, territory. P- piney territory. Yeah. Okay, that's, that settles it. I was hoping for a different answer. Um, because my wife, she grew up in Northfield, New Jersey. You cannot go to the Northfield beach because there is not one. Sure. Um, but she always gave me crap for being a shoebie. I'm like, you don't live in a shore town. Like you're also a shoebie. You also have to get in your car and drive to the beach. Um, but she is probably, she's less than a mile east of route nine, her, the house that she grew up in, but she made, she made the cutoff. So Okay. Uh, she's not a shoebie. I wanted her to be so I could run her face in it, but uh, she married me and now she lives very much uh, west of Route 9. So she's a shoebie whether she likes it or not. You can edit that part out of it if you don't want her to look, or just make her a specific uh, edited uh, version <laughs> yes. of it. Yeah. Can you like on Instagram, like where you can control who sees your stories or whatever, I need to like do that with the podcast where this is the Leah version and then there are others. No, I actually put that in there to make sure that she listened because I found out recently that she doesn't always finish the episodes. Ooh. So this mm. one, we'll see if she makes this one seven minutes in or not. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so Dave, what do you like doing? What, why, what's the appeal of the beach for you? Oh man, uh, I think this has varied throughout my life. You know, growing up, uh, we I had an uncle who had a shore house in Avalon. It was only a block from the beach, so great like uh, location. And so we we would spend um, one week a summer down there and go to the beach. 
there was a local like arcade that we would go to. We would go down to Wildwood for one day and do the boardwalk there and like all the rides. There's a park where I learned to play tennis there. Uh, that was like right on the beach. And so a lot of childhood memories, uh, running around, playing in the ocean, body uh, boarding, um, boogie boarding, building sand castles, drip castles, all of that, getting ice cream from the ice cream man. Um, I think just like even, <laughs> even just sleeping in a shore house, like with the windows open and like that breeze, the ocean breeze coming in, like it's just, it's a great experience. Then as I've gotten older, I think uh, I do less running around at the beach unless I'm chasing my children, but I like to be able to go to the beach and just read and just sit. And like, there's the, the white noise of the ocean, plus just like the beauty of looking out at the ocean. Um, there it is. <laughs> that was good. That was a good, pretty good impression. Um, so it, I think it's it, it tends to be serene. Of course, you can go to some more wild environments on the beach, but uh, I like the serene nature of it mixed with the nostalgia. Uh, and then with my kids, they also enjoy it. So anything that my kids enjoy, it is enjoyable to watch them enjoy it. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. So, Dan, you hate the beach. Why is that? No. <laughs> I I am not a fan. Uh, uh, so, my so harken back to my experience growing up, you went to this beach house, which I'm sure you would then just walk from the beach back to the house. Yes. Okay. So, my, my experience was getting in our minivan. We would go to Ocean City or Wildwood. We would, you know, get out. You get all sandy and sweaty and sticky and... Um, suntan lotion which i hate you'd have mm. to put that on and then it would be like all right now we're gonna go out to eat or we're gonna go on the boardwalk and so then it's like in the back of the van trying to change out of your sticky mm. wet bathing suit into like clothes and never fully being clean and just having to stay in that kind of sense for the rest of the so that is my experience growing up <laughs> why i didn't necessarily um like that i feel like if i could go beach shower change and it was like there's always these rules at the beach you can't get like changed in the bathroom and stuff like that because then everybody would do it or whatever it's like if i can be like clean and then like go to the next thing or but yeah. i just don't like sit like i'm i'm good let's go like we play a game on the beach we can play spike ball we can play can jam uh we can you know eat our sandwiches go body surfing and stuff like that but i can't just like sit on in a, a beach chair for like hours like some people do and like nerds like yeah. read books on the beach like, uh, like that but i'm a big i'm a big boardwalk fan mm, mm, give me mm. the boardwalk all day i'll walk five miles back and forth look at <laughs> stuff eat fried um oreos you know fried cheese fried potatoes fried corn dogs you know give me all of that give me looking at the little tchotchke stuff reading the t-shirts you know people watching i could do that for days yeah yeah i get that there is the i do think the uh the outdoor shower like helps in a practical sense in so many ways to be able to like use that uh to be able to go into the house clean and like move on to the next thing and not have to like debate okay are we going home where i'm driving like half an hour or more all sandy or 
am I going on rides all sandy? Uh, so that I admit that, that was that probably helps my perception of the beach. And also just as a kid, like being able to shower outside, that's like a cool cool thing you know I feel like i'm doing something wrong right exactly yeah 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 um so when it comes to the boardwalk dan um this i want to i have a hot take but i want to oh. see how you feel about it first uh local to new jersey is a pizza place on the boardwalk uh the artist formerly known as Man- uh mac and mancos now just manco and manco mm-hmm. uh do, how do you feel about their pizza uh, I think it is tasty, but I think it is not worth the hype. Okay. That is a nice way of what I'm about to say, which is it's, it's trash. trash. <laughs> it is trash. It's not good. Now I will, I found out recently, uh, that boardwalk style pizza is actually a style of pizza, which right. I think somebody made up, uh, to justify trash pizza because, I don't like a boardwalk style pizza at all. Like it's too thin. I, I just, I don't like it. Um, but Mac, Manko Manko or Mac and Mancos, like people love it and they look forward to it. It's like part of their, their favorite things about going to ocean city and they'll order it, um, or like go down simply for it. And it's just not good. It's not even the best pizza on the boardwalk. Like it passes as pizza. I think you made you made an alcohol joke, Dan, at the beginning, uh, referring to Margaritaville. But I think is it Miller Lite that advertised as like drinkability? I feel like that's what Mac and Manko should advertise their Eatability. pizza. It, it's edible. You can eat this. <laughs> you can eat this. Yeah, I think it's it's vastly vastly overrated. And uh, bring the heat. I'm here for all the smoke because I'm sure we have some Manko Manko fans who listen. Yeah, people that are in favor of tax evasion, <laughs> which the owner of Manco Manco went to jail for. Yes. Well, we all have flaws, you know. <laughs> uh, my mother owned a restaurant on the boardwalk for a yes, year. Yes, yes. OC Sports Girl. I remember. They had good wings. Good wings there. So he, like, lived there all summer, worked, like, 12 hours a day, slinging cheesesteaks, you know, slinging uh wings and we got to go down there and see him so that was fun yeah we never never did that uh my dad did get sick on the wildwood boardwalk doing the sidewinder roller coaster this is the one that like goes it kind of just goes up and then you go do the same thing but in reverse and uh this was like after probably a day at the beach and a ton of rides and it was like the last one that he did and he like wasn't right for like 24 hours i remember oh, no. him and my brother just like sitting after they rode and he just looks like the most defeated i've ever seen my dad I his think. eyes <laughs> just kept going around and around yes yeah yeah uh what's your favorite ride favorite boardwalk ride so i have two categories one is like me, Dave, the personal person, and then Dave, the father. So personally, I like the, it's, I like thrill rides. They're like my jam. It's hard to get good thrill rides on the boardwalk. You know, you got limited space, so only so I much. Mean, part that you... of the thrill is, is this, am I going to fall off this thing? <laughs> it's true. It's true. But like, I'm all, I'm a fan of the double shot. So double shot is, is good. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's the same thing everywhere you go. One could be higher than the other, but same thing. But the thrill is always the same and great also. Um, and then uh, as a father, I think my favorite is just with 
my girls going on like the merry-go-round or carousel um always just a a good good time uh how about you daniel what yeah similar double shot you know the one throws you up in the air you get the little hit in your stomach that's good bang for your buck uh uh there and anything but bumper cars bumper cars are the worst yeah it's true i like the swings too swings are pretty pretty good one of my best one of the best things uh my wife, since she's had kids, you know, your body changes, your equilibrium changes, getting a little older, is uh, getting to watch her be nervous and scared for rides that she mm. used to be okay yeah. going on. She used to love the swings, but now she's even like, I don't know, like, <laughs> on it, like being kind of like yeah. scared, worried uh, is fun. Yeah. Uh, Leah is very like thrill ride averse has been her whole life. And so that has carried over to like motherhood. Like she doesn't think our girls are ready for any ride. Like probably the first time Riley went on the carousel, Leah's like, it goes too fast. Um, I don't think that's actually true, but so we went one summer and, uh, we were with, uh, our cousins and they were some older cousins and they were going on the tilt-a-whirl and Riley wanted to go on and she was pretty young, but I, my thought was just like, she's, she might not like it, but she'll be okay if she goes on. Her. Right. It's not going to kill her. And so she wanted to go on. I wasn't like, Hey, let's do the tilt-a-whirl. She wanted to go on and Leah didn't want her, but I'm like, don't, let's not like instill fear in her let's she wants to do it let's do it and riley did not like the tilt twirl <laughs> it was too much for her she just like was like straight face and like got paler as the ride went on and just like didn't go on any more rides the rest of the day uh thankfully it did not have any long lasting scarring effects but she she's she not loves... holding bags with leah you know? <laughs> no she still loves uh, to go on the thrill rides so well that's great yeah i yeah I, if i'm active at the beach boardwalk rides playing games a little bit of sandcastle here i'm fun i just don't i don't like to relax you know i don't like to relax on the uh, but dave we we've been getting uh people have been jumping in the dms so much people have been they asking do this. Quite, a lot of people want to know they've been asking us dave what's the gospel according to the beach mm, mm. what is the gospel according to the beach an excellent question thank you all for the the dms uh actually instagram had to cut them off they, they were too, i had to turn notifications off yeah. it was just blowing my phone up too many people um, but, uh, to answer that question to me, I think that there is, um, an Edenic, can I, is, can I turn yeah. Eden into an adjective? Uh, okay. I had no clue what the definition of that word you just said was, but thanks for, I might have just made it up. I'm not sure, but there is a, a garden of Eden like, uh, state to the beach in my opinion, in that it is a return to nature. Uh, to creation as it was intended to be. You know, certainly with the boardwalk behind you, that's quite man-made. But when it's just you and the ocean, uh, I think there's something beautiful about that. And just seeing uh, God's creation do its thing, right? That nobody is controlling those waves. Um, and you might go on a calm day where there's not many waves. And then later, you know, it gets kind of 
wild out there. Uh, and so you just see it do its thing. And then I already talked about like the sounds and it's just very, it's very sensory too. Like you're hearing the ocean, you're hearing the seagulls, you feel the sand, you feel the heat of the sun. And so to me, it's just like a return to, um, how humans were created to live as just being a part of nature. Um, and so I think there's, for me, there's just a, a sense of God's presence and uh, an ability to just enjoy his creation uh, without so much of the, you talked about how air conditioning ruined uh, the, the neighborhood. Um, and I think this is like another step even further into that, that we're getting rid of our modern comforts and just going out to uh, God's creation and enjoying it for what it is. So for me, that is the gospel to the beach is a return to God's creation. Watch the what what watch the what watch the tram watch the tram car please. I'm not a big uh, Wildwood guy, so I don't I don't have to hear that. Yeah, Wildwood is the Las Vegas of uh, <laughs> of Boardwalk Town yes, for yes. for those of you who uh, are not familiar with the Jersey Shore um, things, and maybe people are only familiar with Jersey Shore cabs are here. Mm-hmm. Uh, GTL, Tim Tan Laundry. Yeah. So, Dave, uh, you said that nobody uh, is making the waves happen. I think you need to listen to the gospel according to conspiracy theories because oh. <laughs> there is an organization out there that is controlling Uh-oh. the waves. Uh, I think the gospel, there, there's so much packed in that we're going to get into some of the, the scriptures hmm. to it, but I think there's a lot of imagery uh, that happens um, to that. It's uh, like you said, there's the nature part of it, the beauty of God's creation that uh, is is there. You know, before theme parks, before anything else, there was people, you know, body surfing on the waves and, and things like that. I think for me, the one imagery that I, I come back to a lot, and we've done youth group trips to the beach before, and no doubt I probably share this every single time, uh, but <laughs> just that the unrelentingness of the, the waves mm-hmm. crashing on the shore that it's just forever kind of even looks like a hand, you know, is reaching right. out to the shore. And I always think about that or meditate on that as God, you know, forever reaching out to us, like standing at the door and knocking at the door of our hearts, like reaching out, wanting his people to uh, be in relationship with him. And just the, the steadiness of that, that you could go out there at two o'clock in the morning and the waves are crashing on the shore. You could go out there in the middle of the day when the beach is full, the waves are crashing out on the shore that uh, sometimes we feel as though God isn't around or isn't happening, but we just may not be attuned to it or we may not be on the beach to, you know, to see that, you know, whatever the, however you want to stretch that metaphor into the place you're at where you're not at the beach, but um, that God is, is forever uh, reaching out to us, loving us. His grace abounds uh, for us. His love abounds for us. And he's longing for us to come into the sweet, um, Mm. salty, uh, ocean of his love. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful picture, Dan. And I have heard you say that uh, many, many times, and it remains true. It remains powerful. Uh, so like what we, I said before, um, I feel about sand in the same way that Anakin Skywalker does, uh, <laughs> where he quotes, he says, I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. And it gets everywhere. And like um, Anakin, you are a big baby. 
<laughs> but I'm going to uh, propose to you uh, for our Bible breakdown. And here comes the breakdown. Dave, I'm going to ask you this question. Uh, my question for you, Dave, and I have some scripture to back this up. Oh, um, look at you. Does God hate the beach too? <laughs> does God hate the beach too? Uh, man, all right, you got the scripture. I'm I'm going to say no and then be prepared to okay. be told why I'm wrong. All right, so you're on that side of it. I'm going <laughs> to read you different parts of scripture. Okay. And I want you to tell me if this reinforces my theory that God okay. hates the beach and that's why I hate the beach because I'm attuned with God. Right, <laughs> right, right. All right, Matthew 7. Do you know where I'm going with this one? There's wise mm, yes, and yes, foolish yes. builders, right? Yep, yep. Um, anyone who hears these words of mine puts them in practice is like a wise man built his house on the rock. It did not fall when the... You know, rain came, winds came. Everyone who does not hear this words puts in the practice is like a foolish man. Mm, mm. You know, put your name in there if you want, Dave, who, who built his house on sand. The rain came, streams rose, winds blew, beat against the house. It fell with a great crash. Dave Hallahan, does God hate the beach? Oh, um, all right. So I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say what God is saying there is that he's actually pro shuby because they were wise and they moved away from the sand and built their houses. Whereas the foolish shore townsmen built their, <laughs> built their homes uh, in flood zones. Okay. I'm not done now. Exodus 2.12. <laughs> Let's talk about Moses. He looked this okay. way and that and see no one. He struck down the Egyptian and hit him in the sand. Dave Hallandan, does God hate <laughs> sand? Um Yeah, I guess. I, I've I'm I'm seeing the picture be built, you know, Moses using sand to cover his sins. Um, whatever's done in the dark will be brought to light. So uh not a great use of the beach there. That's for sure. Proverbs 27, 3. A stone is heavy and sand is weighty, but a fool's provocation is heavier than both. Again, used in these illustrations. Mm. But it is, yeah, it's getting negative, negative connotations here. Not mm. great. Not great for sand. Hebrews eleven twelve. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead, were born descendants as many as the stars of heaven and many as innumerable grains of sand, by the seashore. Well, that doesn't seem bad. As good as dead from one man. His descendant. <laughs> he was as good as dead. But then, <laughs> I, I think here the sand is actually uh, representative of life. Okay. All right. So just we'll strike that one from the record. <laughs> All right. Job. Never good to be associated with Joe, probably. Right? Probably not. Yep, yep, yep. Joe 29, 18. Then I thought, I shall die in my nest, and I shall multiply my days as the sand. Mm, mm. Yeah, too many days. I, what are you going to do with them all? They're stuck to me everywhere. Can't get Jeremiah 15, 8. I've made their widows more in number than the sands of the sea. Mm, that's Lots a lot of, of widows. widows. Lots of widows. I'm going to yes. end with this one. Revelation okay. 13, 1. And I saw a beast 
rising out of the sea with mm. ten horns, seven heads, with ten diadems on its horns, and blasphemous names on its head. Dave Hallahan, does God hate the beach? He does. It covers sin. It houses the beast. What it makes widows. What more can be said? Perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, this was Dan Ulrich, and this was my TED Talk. <laughs> Dave, you want to play a game? I absolutely want to play a game. Listeners have been uh, big fans of our draft uh, drafting um, things. Dun-dun-dun. So we have our uh, worship draft. This one's called Use Your Logic and Pick a Lyric That's Aquatic. <laughs> the Lyric Aquatic. <laughs> With Dave Hallahand. With Dave right, Asusu. So, so we are going to, uh, as you may know, there are a lot of songs that exist that use the imagery of the shore, the beach, water, waves. Uh, and so we're going to draft them. Uh, we're going to each pick our top three song lyrics, worship lyrics, or Christian song lyrics that include uh, something about our topic from today. Dave, would okay. you like to pick first? My top seed, I think I can get later. So I'm okay. going to actually start with um, It Is Well. I think oh. that is one of my favorite hymns slash it's been turned into a more contemporary song as well. But the it the source material for the song uh, is actually based on true events of a guy who lost his family at sea um, and then wrote the song It Is Well. But the water imagery um, is included in the song as well. Um, talking about as well, talking about waves and uh, buffeting as waves do in a storm. So uh, that's my top pick. It is well with it was my on soul. my list. It was on my list. All right, uh, but I I I'm gonna go with what I think at least in the memeverse Christian memeverse um, clear number one overall pick. You know, has the chops, has the pedigree, uh, has the song, has it in the song name. We're going mm. oceans. Yeah, I oceans I, was a good, good he pick. Call me out upon the waters, the great unknown. Yeah, so yeah, clear steel by me. Uh, getting that number two pick, uh, oceans by Hillsong United. All right, round two for me. I'm going with another. This was like. Another one of my favorites for, for a while. Uh, I actually forgot about it until I saw we were doing this game. But uh, the song Tremble by uh, Mosaic, it's okay. it's a good one. Um, but the I believe it's the, in the first verse says, Still call, uh, call the sea to still, the rage in me to still, every wave at your name. And uh, love that song. And it's about the sea. So that's my second pick. Man, I had a second round comp on that one. So, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, oh, it's good. All right. We're going to go, I'm going to stay again with things that are in the 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 front of uh the forefront of people's minds. Um it's got singability. It's got motions. Ooh. Every move I make, ever heard of it? Yes, I have. Waves of mercy. Waves of grace. Then you can do a little lifeguard. Everywhere I look, I see, see your face. face. All right. So I'm taking every move I make. Number two pick. 
All right. This one is for Leah, my wife. I feel like I got uh, I got on her bad side a couple times this episode. So I and need we'll to... see if she's still listening. <laughs> so if she made it to the 40-minute mark, here we go. Redemption. Uh, I'm going with Holy Water by oh. We the Kingdom. Uh, it's a bop. So if you haven't heard it, check it out. Give but... us a little, little, little taste of it, Dave. Uh, I don't really know how it goes, to be honest with you. I know it's got... It's got us. I can kind of hear the music you're in just, my head. You're just you're letting your scouts, pure... you know, go with your scouts on this one. This was pure pandering. Yeah. No, uh, it's it's got a soulful vibe to it. I I know this to be true. My next one uh, is uh, kids at camp love this song. Mm. Uh, they've actually even renamed it Tidal Wave, but the song is Fierce by Jesus Culture. Like a tidal wave crashing over me, rushing in to meet me here. Your love is fierce. Mm-hmm. Like it. Third pick. Um, all right. I'm going with my fourth. I'm going well, I'm adding a fourth round here. Okay. Because this was actually this is probably my number one. Oh. Um, but I don't it's not And it, you got it fourth round. Got it fourth round. Uh Good value. I don't think it's a proper worship song. Like most churches probably are not doing this. Uh, it's a song by Switchfoot and it's called Restless. Dare you to move. Oh, Restless. <laughs> <laughs> I am the sea on a moonless night, calling, falling, slipping tides. I am the leaky, dripping pipes, the endless aching drops of light, yada, yada, yada. Even the rivers, ways to run, even the rain to reach the sun, even my thirsty streams, even in my dreams, I am restless. I am restless. I run like the ocean to find your shore. I'm looking for you. Beautiful song. So if you haven't listened to Restless, like that. Yeah. check it. Check it out. All right. I got two for my final pick. Hopefully, whichever one I don't pick, I can uh, still get undrafted. Get undrafted free agent. Me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the one uh, that I'm not going to pick, uh, It's. I feel like it's less about the beach, which is the shore. Um, mm-hmm. it's, so the one I'm not picking is flood by jars of clay. Yep. The, I was on my list. Yeah. We scouted flood. We yeah. scouted flood. If I can't swim after 40 days, my mind is crashed by the crashing, crashing waves. So it has waves, waves in it, but it's obviously talking about, uh, the when flood. the world became yeah. one so that's ocean. More, that's yes. more of a rain. So that was like everywhere. Yeah. There was no beach. It was only ocean. Right. right. Um, so I'm going to go with no longer slaves, uh, mm. by Bethel. Mm. You split the seas so I could walk right through it. Mm. I like it. Um, my head is trying to remember the next lyric. Something about perfect love. Yep. You split oh. the sea so I could walk right through it. Perfect love. Perfect. <laughs> that's that's what I've got too. I don't the the part is gone from my mind. Drown, drown in perfect love. Oh, my fears i don't know all oh, my um, fears are drowning perfect, drowning perfect love. Love. that is yeah, what it is yeah, yeah. okay uh okay good i like it so, so, so fl- we'll put up our draft boards mm-hmm. uh on Let the us know what we missed you can tell us what we missed uh that, you can also vote uh what team you think is going to bring it down i like it the the first song we're bringing in for a free agent visit for us is river of life which also has hand motions. I've got a river life flowing yeah. out. Is of there a me. beach on Open the river? Tours. Uh, sure. I mean, you said the sea. Well, I guess seas have beaches. Yeah, the bank <laughs> of the river has. 
it's a river of life flowing out of me, Dan. I'm the yeah. beach in this yeah. scenario. So if you guys yeah. are lake culture or you don't so, have the ocean around you, but you have the Great Lakes or uh, the Mississippi River, you can let us know. <laughs> but yeah, vote on, vote on which ones uh, you think are better. Uh, and Dave can listen to his number three pick um, before then and see if he uh, actually should have drafted you know, check their their it's past Twitter. <laughs> make sure there's nothing problematic in its history, since he's just on a whim picking songs out here. What? Uh, okay, I mean, what? When has that mattered to us? Since our first episode was about Kanye West. All right. <laughs> oh man! Thank you all for joining us. Uh, joining us uh, to the gospel according to all the tea gatters out there. Uh, remember to follow us on all social media platforms that have existed or have ever existed. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, on, our, on our page, I want you to comment your best beach puns that basic uh, white girls use on their uh, beach pictures uh, so that we can read like those. It. Thank you for sharing the gospel according to with your family, with your friends, with the European Speedo guy that you see at the beach. Or Lake Ontario. Very hairy guy. <laughs> yes, you can also send us a mailbag question on any of those socials or by uh, renting out one of those planes that advertises over the beach. You can just put your question on there. Dan there and go. I will definitely see it. Uh, you could email tgatpod at gmail.com if you don't want to add that added expense to renting out a plane. We'll read that question here on air uh, and and or on our Instagram. You'll have to wait and see. And make sure you're doing your part in obeying the Great Commission and helping us spread the gospel according to. And one great way to do that is by leaving a five-star rating and or written review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Be sure to leave your review so that we can read it and our hearts will be and filled it's free. with joy. That's definitely free. It's free. It is yeah. definitely free. A free way to support the show. Speaking of supporting the show, I'm just going to put this out there into the ether. I didn't talk to Dan about this beforehand, but we are talking, we have talked about ways uh, that you can support the show and maybe some perks. So keep an eye out for that. But thank you for tuning in to your favorite Hump Day podcast. This has been The Gospel According To... The Beach. Which way is the beach, Dave? Uh, it's that way. <laughs> it's coming again! Woo. Oh, man. Uh, oh, gosh. It knocked my phone over. <laughs> the Bible breakdown. He broke we can it only, down. We can only handle one Bible breakdown. Your forgiveness is like sweet.